in honor of self-care Saturday, the last Saturday of 2018 actually, uh, I want this podcast today to be about healing and what that might mean and what that might not mean. Uh, But before we get into that, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Anupa and I am Savage Singh, perhaps a little later the Savage Scholar. Uh, And the idea behind this podcast is to give you the education that you didn't get in school and to present to you the ideas that you've heard about, but no one has really elaborated on with you just because they may not know themselves. Um, I am not an authority on anything that I talk about unless I say so. I am a science teacher. I teach chemistry. I'm a tarot reader, and I'm a student of life. And student of life sounds like... (laughs) It can sound like a lot of things, doesn't it? Um, But for me, a student of life means that I am constantly learning new things. And what's the point of learning something if you can't share it with the people that really need it? Sometimes I'll learn something and I'll feel like, oh, like that's a good thing to know, but I don't need that right now. But odds are someone out there needs that right now, and I would love to share that information. Um, So the idea being knowledge is truly power, and so this will be a very powerful podcast. So today is about healing, healing as a way to restore your health or maintain your health. And I think no one really thinks about healing themselves. They think about once a year going to the doctor, all the doctors, all at the same time. Uh, Depending on when you have free time, you go to all of them within a week. (laughs) One week in March or one week in June or one week around Christmas because that's when you're available. And that's the only time that you're thinking about your health. And the only other time you're thinking about your health is when something is wrong with you. And there's nothing necessarily wrong about going to a doctor. But I think there is something wrong in not actually participating in your health. Just going and listening to what they say to you is not participation. I think it's important that we shift the way that we take care of ourselves. Frankly, I don't go to the doctor every year. Frankly, you listening may find that to be problematic. I have been told that that's problematic by a number of people in my life. A large number. (laughs) Um, But I don't go to the doctor because I think I take good enough care of myself. And what does that mean? I think that means something very different than what a lot of other people do when they get home at night. I journal about my health. I look into healthcare modalities that are not just going to the doctor and taking an antibiotic for three to six weeks right? I mean, if that's what, if that's what's wrong with you, then that's what you have to do. And I've been there myself, but having been there myself made me realize like there is more to my health than what someone who doesn't know me, who doesn't observe me every day. There's more to my health than what they can say about that. Right. And it's going to be up to me who is with me every day, who observes me every day to be in charge of that. And so I've looked into a number of like healing modalities when the time was right or I deemed it necessary, but I've done a lot of smaller things to maintain my health. And I think when you maintain health, like health is a very basic building block 
of like this, like where we're going in life, right? Like uh, who was it that called it like self-actualization? Um, right now we're calling it like spiritual awakening. It's not what we call it that's important. It's important that we get there. It's important that we, um, you know, stop getting uh, stopped. Stop getting stopped. This will make sense when I finish my sentence. It's important that we stop getting stopped on the path to self-actualization, to spiritual awakening, to whatever we're calling it. Maybe we're calling it even growing up. It's important that we don't get stopped by small things like health, right? If you can be in charge of your own health, you can be in charge of your own a lot of shit. And when you're in charge of your own a lot of shit, a lot of shit opens up for you. And now I've talked about shit for a long time and that's kind of gross. But the idea is like health should not be something we're so worried about and put a lot of worrying energy into. Because when you're worried about something or when you're afraid of something, that's the only time it will happen. Uh, If you don't believe in that kind of energy work, then you have found the wrong podcast. Turn me off right now. So... I just want to mention about doctors now. I think doctors are very smart people. I think doctors go to school for a long time and we appreciate that and there's nothing wrong with that. But as someone that's kind of been on the other side of science for quite a long time, I've been a teacher for a couple of years. Uh, I've been in research. I've been just a student of life, as I have said before. Uh, I'm not as authoritative as a doctor, so you don't need to listen to this. You don't need to take this to heart. You should feel free to disagree. You can leave me a voice note or like a voice mail. I don't know. If you disagree, I'd be happy to listen to you. The point I'm making here is that a doctor is not with you all the time. And when I was a kid growing up in the Bronx, uh, I didn't see the best of doctors. We, we, my parents, had wonderful health insurance. They prioritize paying for health insurance. Uh, in America, you is in America, like that's the only country where you really have to pay for health insurance and health care is so prohibitively priced that it's kind of a joke. And it's almost as if they planned it out that way. They planned it out that you'd only go see a doctor once a year. They planned it out that they that this doctor could you know, draw your blood or ask for a urine sample or some other thing they collect from you and look at, scrutinize, and come back and tell you there's something horribly wrong with you that you cannot see and you yourself cannot measure, but it's wrong and you need to pay to be better. You need to pay for this uh, procedure. You need to pay for this um, medicine. You need to pay for this set of sessions, some kind of session, I don't know, like a healing session maybe. Uh, The idea being it's all capitalism. And capitalism, I'm whispering now, is a lie. Like our health has nothing to do with the amount of money we have or don't have. And our health should not be contingent upon the money we have or don't have. Right? And like, that's my problem with Western medicine. And that's why I don't see doctors. And that's why I don't think you should either. I don't think anyone should be seeing a doctor. I think dentists 
are important people. Like you can't get in between your teeth. They're always telling me to floss. Uh, I believe them because when I do floss, I see some crazy shit. Uh, We don't need to get into that though. (laughs) And I think eye doctors, also important people. I think uh, birth doctors, I don't know the word for that. Um, Birth, like when you're giving birth, like you can't see inside your stomach. And if there's technology that can help you, you should take advantage of that. But I don't think we need to be like, still in this like fear mindset of there's going to be something wrong with me. I know there's going to be something wrong with me and they're not going to be able to fix it because that's how we get into these like habits of always being sick. And I think people that have chronic conditions, this is going to be taken the wrong way. And I do apologize. I think people with chronic conditions like it it starts in your head like you got to get your head right before you can get your body right and i'm not saying that chronic conditions don't exist i'm not saying chronic con- conditions um people with chronic conditions are liars or like anything crazy like that like i didn't say any of that what i am saying is that we need to get our minds right about our own health and we need to be thinking about our own health in a way that we are healing ourselves and not relying on other people. There are times when relying on other people is appropriate. I have personally been to see an acupuncturist. Uh, I've gotten facials at spas. I get a lot of craniosacral balancing and lymph drainage massages. I think all those things are helpful, but I don't think any of those things are like the answer to anything. I think it's key that we maintain our health and that we be the first person in charge of it like we're not waiting on a chart from a doctor and we're not waiting like this concept of like somebody else knows more than me is dangerous and I think if we just read more about what are some ways to maintain health I think all of us as a collective would be in a much better place and so what are some ways to maintain your health like small ways, small, you don't even have to think about it, that kind of thing. Um, what are some ways to do that? I think it all starts with diet, mindful eating. doesn't even have to be like organic everything. I don't eat anything organic. Uh, I think organic uh, in the grocery store is a misnomer. Organic in science, frankly, it just means it has carbon and hydrogen compounds in it and lo and behold literally everything has carbon and hydrogen even terrible things for you right so I don't eat anything organic but I do eat a lot of vegetables I would not call myself a vegetarian when there is meat available that I don't have to prepare myself uh, I will frequently eat it but I do stay away from red meat I try to eat only vegetables and fruits that are in season You'll also find that things that are in season are more affordable. Uh, And I try to cook for myself uh, and like have two of my three meals out of the day be something that I cooked for myself. And I think just that one change for me personally has made a lot of difference. Frankly, I know a lot of people who eat out every single day and drink excessively all the time and they're perfectly fine. And they go to the doctor and the doctor doesn't say anything terrible to them. Because that's also mindset, right? They don't eat the terrible food and say, oh God, I'm killing myself. I personally would 
because that's my mindset about it. But because I am clear on what is going to work for me because of my previous experiences and also because of the things I know and perhaps even the things I don't know, like that's what's my, you know, solution there. And so I keep talking about my solution and my diet and my whatever because that's what works for me. Like we can't all do the same thing. We can. We can totally try it, but not everything works in the same way for everyone else. Because best believe, three drinks later, I'm going to be like on the floor somewhere. <laughs> uh, I also want to mention about the spa. What is a spa? Uh, in New York and bigger cities, a spa is like a fucking crazy person place. Uh, I love the spa. I love to go to the spa. I don't go that often just because like it's not what it is supposed to be anymore. The spa back in like ancient Roman times was like a place where you went to like take care of your health, a place to like be well and like maintain that. And these days it's like a lot of chemicals on your face and sometimes like a very uncomfortable practitioner. Um, Not the the practitioner is uncomfortable, but like you're made uncomfortable by them. Um, And just a lot of like perversions of spa concept and so I think when you're going to a spa it's it's really important to look into like what you're having done there um and like looking into that modality and like perhaps even where else you could get that modality performed on you for example lymph drainage massage is kind of like a I don't want to say an esoteric practice but not a lot of places do it so it's a little bit esoteric um and it's a very specific modality that's not like any massage that in the West we would know about. And so it has to be done a certain way. And so you have to be comfortable with that person in a certain way. And it's not that like you're going to know this person first and like interview them and all that stuff. I wish we could do that actually. Um, But the idea being like you are reading about in like a lot of different places what it really means to be healed in this manner. And if that is even the right course of action for you, right? Like taking back control of your health in that way. Um, Because there's a lot you can do to maintain your health. And I've already said it can start with diet. That's in your own kitchen, right? And like looking into modality that's on your own computer or in your own books or in your own community, right? Like, and if you know a doctor, I think it's important to like have a discussion instead of what do I do about this? And then they offer you the answer, right? Because I don't know that like the first answer to any question is necessarily the right answer. In my classroom, it certainly isn't. And that's not uh, a dig at any of my students. I think it's a reality of there's always more than one answer when you are inquiring into something that is complex, more complex than what does the word healing mean? And even then, like, right? Like it can grow in complexity even if you don't even realize. So I think to end, um, it's important that we take control of ourselves. It's important that we take control of something as small as our health because when you don't feel good, you don't do good. And so some 
some last minute, some last minute things to look into. Taking vitamins, not just vitamin C. If your hair is a little dry, look into some like fish oil. If your skin is real dry right now, my skin will fall off from being so winter dry right now. Uh, looking into some omega-3, 6, and 9, I believe. Um, that's a dietary supplement. That's a vitamin, right? And like, what is a vitamin? A vitamin is a dietary supplement. Why do I have to take a supplement? Because I'm not getting it from my food. Why am I not getting it from my food? That's not a question I can answer, frankly, right? Because like, if I went to the grocery store and like took a sample a crazy looking scientific sample of everything that was there, they would not only kick me out, they would probably call like Homeland Security and I wouldn't know what was in my food. All right, so let's not go there. <laughs> Why do I have to take vitamins? Why do you have to take vitamins? I think everyone should be taking vitamins. Our diet and the food, um, I don't want to say the food chain, the food supply, I don't know for how much longer it can be trusted to be what they say that it is. This uh, world, the whole world, I was going to say the country, but the whole world is so hyper-populated that like soil and green as people is not that far off. What's the name of that movie even? The Green Mile or, yeah, 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 The Green Mile. Don't watch that movie. It's fucking crazy. Um, but the whole concept of it is like a dystopian, not so far away future where we've run out of food and like strawberries are a million dollars and they're very tiny because we don't even have the technology to genetically engineer them anymore. Um, and now like we eat people in the shape of flattened, dried up crackers and they're green and they're called Soylent Green. There's also like something out there right now called Soylent, like a protein shake. Interesting. Um, take your vitamins. Depending on the things that you notice that are wrong with you. Don't take vitamins because you're afraid of something being wrong with you. Right? So I'm starting to take turmeric because I think turmeric is good for inflammation. And inflammation is like the cause of a lot of greater issues. Um, or it is like the root of a lot of really big issues. Like for example, rheumatoid arthritis is really just an inflammation. And if we could treat the smaller thing, the inflammation the rheumatoid arthritis could potentially go away. And so it's not just vitamins. I think it's also natural ways to ameliorate problems that you find with yourself, right? So I have terribly dry skin right now. I'm not going to go and buy a chemical-filled cream. I'm going to read all those ingredients and look into like, oh, that's aloe vera. Fucking aloe vera grows in my kitchen, right? Um... What else is good for dry skin? Glycerin. Glycerin is a little bit chemical-y, but it's organic. It's all carbon and hydrogen, right? It's also about like where it's derived from. So like we can't make everything perfect. We are deriving things from petrochemicals and we only do that because like that's the easiest way to go get it. If you believe in that, and if you want to ameliorate some kind of symptom you're dealing with, you should do it. If you don't believe in petrochemicals, then don't do it. There are so many other options. And also don't like come at people who are just using the petrochemical stuff because that's what they can afford. That's what they know about. Like that's what they're using. 
like they're using it and it's giving them good results, like leave them alone. I'm telling you right now, leave them alone. Thank you. What else can I use for dry skin? Oatmeal. Take a bath. Not too hot. Put some oatmeal in it. No milk. <laughs> That's gross. Uh, that's gross for your whole body. Uh, I wonder if you could put milk in like little parts of your body. Um, dry skin. Sorry that I'm just so bothered by how dry my skin is. Like that's all I can think about. I want, I had so many other ideas to share, but my dry skin is really (laughs) bothering me. Um, vitamins, take them. They're good for you. They don't have to be expensive. Make sure that they're the right amount, right? If the bottle says take one, don't take three. If one tablet, if one whatever spoonful, if one serving is too much of a serving for you, for example, like vitamin C always comes like one pill is a thousand milligrams. I can't imagine that being too much for anyone. But if you find that you feel kind of strange as you start to take this, you should take less, right? And this is how we maintain our wellness. This is how we take care of ourselves so that the doctor doesn't have to tell us like, yo, mad shit is wrong with you. Come buy these million dollar cures. Oh, you can't afford them? Well, you're going to die, right? All it takes is someone to say to you that you're going to die for you to die. That is how energy works. So let us maintain our energy and maintain our health. Take your vitamins, observe yourself, look into solutions for the problems that you personally find. It can be as small as diet. It can be as big as seeking help from a very specific practitioner. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye.